Welcome to Let's Talk About Bliss, the perfect side dish to your already almost perfect Takus Day, where we talk bliss, life, learning, and fun. I'm Heather, CEO and founder of Connecting to Bliss Coaching and a Jay Shetty Certified Life and Success Coach, NLP practitioner, and lover of most all things. I am here to share all that I have learned about bliss in a real, vulnerable, and fun way. Together, we will journey through this awesome life, hopefully eating as many tacos as possible. So sit back, grab your salsa, cheese, and tacos, and let's connect to our bliss. Hey everyone, it's Heather, and you have found your way, thankfully so, to Let's Taco About Bliss. It's Tuesday. I hope you're having tacos today. I'm certainly going to have tacos. I didn't actually have tacos last week for supper and I felt kind of weird about it. I had some friends over and we had some uh, a charcuterie board and I think halfway through the meal I was like, "Why? Why am I not why do I feel weird?" It's cuz I wasn't having tacos. Anyway, today's a big day. I actually took last week off from the podcast cuz I was prepping. I had the honor of speaking at a local event here in St. John's and I was spending a lot of time prepping and getting centered and grounded and excited for that event and I'm just still riding the high from it to be honest. I'm riding this high of like I'm really proud of myself and I'm really happy with with how it went and I am getting really great feedback from people and I'm just excited to do it again sometime. (laughs) Um... A lot of people are afraid of of public speaking and and I totally get why, but it is my jam and I love it because it allows me to connect with people in a different way and allows me to share what I've learned on this journey and that's what this podcast kind of does as well. So thanks so much for being here. Today's episode is on feelings and emotions. Because I wanted to talk about this because I had my own day of feelings and emotions last weekend and I just wanted to share kind of my thoughts on it because yeah, I feel like maybe there's some situations out there where people are unaware of how to deal with their own emotions and how to deal with their feelings and I really truly believe that a lot about a lot of goodness and greatness happens when we're able to lean into our feelings and emotions and learn the tools that we need in order to manage our emotions, take responsibility for them. But it first starts with owning them. So I'll tell you why this is coming up for me. So um, I live in Newfoundland and my family, all of my family lives in British Columbia. That's where I lived for 25 years. And I think it's 25 years. I should really actually do the math on it. But anyway, my mom and dad still live in uh, in British Columbia. I talk to them every single day. I'm very, very close with them. And although I moved to the other side of the country, um, yeah, I really, really am close with my family. I feel like I'm actually maybe even closer now to them than I was when I lived there, which that's a whole other podcast. But so, um, and during COVID, I... I had a lot of fear around my mom, especially because she has a disease called COPD, which is a chronic pulmonary arterial, no, COPD. <laughs> anyway, 
it's a disease in her lungs. I forget right now what it stands for. But um, it's a progressive disease that affects her lungs. So she is progressively having difficulties breathe, um, breathing. Um, she's had it for like 20 years and it's actually managed really well, all things considered. Um, but, you know, it's a progressive disease. And so when COVID came in, I panicked. I was like, I had a lot of feels about it because obviously COVID is one of those diseases that or one of those sicknesses that attacks our lungs and especially attacks the things that um, are weakest in our bodies. And so I've had a lot of fear around COVID and my mom since this whole pandemic started. And um, now that the world's kind of opening up again, my mom is so full of energy and so full of life and she really loves to travel. And so she, for the first time in, I don't know how many years, uh, recently went to Mexico with the rest of the family. And um, when they got back, my niece who was with them in Mexico ended up testing positive for COVID and my dad tested positive for COVID. So my mom had had COVID quote unquote, tested positive for it last summer, but she really didn't get very sick. She had a runny nose and she was great. Like it was fine. She had the antiviral meds and, and it was wonderful. So this time when my dad got it, I was like, oh dear, what's going to happen this time? And I started feeling my, my nervousness and my worry kind of really amp up. And my dad was probably six days out from testing positive and starting to show symptoms. So I was kind of feeling like, yeah, I think she, maybe she'll be okay. And then last Sunday morning, it was Easter Sunday, Sunday morning, um, or Sunday afternoon for me, because again, she's four and a half hours ahead of me. I got one of the worst messages I could possibly get. And it was my mom and she messaged me on Facebook and said, I just tested positive and it's really bad. And for my mom to say that it's really bad, I knew that it was like, oh God, buckle up, sweetheart. So I called them immediately and my dad answered the phone and all I could hear in the background was this like, gasping noise like <gasps> and I panicked I was like full on press the red alert button holy crap wh what do I do and she my mom lives in the basement of my sister's house and so I was like oh my god have you talked to Leah and they can't get a hold of my sister and was trying so I hung the phone and I called my brother anyway I was in full panic mode and I was like I went from zero to a million in the feelings and emotions scale in, in so little time. So that's why I wanted to talk about feelings and emotions today because in that moment, now looking back and reflecting on it, I have grown and done so much work around my emotions and no, it's not perfect. I still panicked. I still bawled my eyes out and started like being super dramatic about things. But I, when I look back at that Sunday, last week, comparatively speaking to what would have happened, let's say four years ago, I'm really able to like, whew, that's different. I'm, I'm reacting very different to these feelings and emotions. And I just wanted to share my journey with understanding feelings and emotions and, and give you some of the tips that have helped me to feel them. Because actually I spoke this on this event that I spoke at last on Friday, I talked about how for a long time I was afraid of my emotions and I really squashed them. I turned them off because I didn't know how to have emotions and be okay with that. Um, 
for multiple reasons, but for a long time, I didn't have my emotions. So when I started actually feeling again, I started getting really scared of them. I was really panicked by them. And I was like, ah, I don't know what this is. And I don't know how to manage this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to feel. What do I do? So anyway, going back to the beginning, feelings and emotions. So what are feelings and emotions? So feelings comes to what we think in our minds, like what's happening in our brain. That's the easiest way to kind of understand what they are. So emotions is actually our body's reaction to the thoughts, the feelings that are happening in our mind. And I always like to to think about the, if you break down emotions into like the um, fundamental, like where the language came from, e and then eem and then oceans, I think is how it's broken down in Greek or Latin or whatever. It's basically feelings in motion. So it's our feelings creating the motion in our body. It's it's creating that that bodily reaction. So the feelings is the is the core part, but it, it generates an emotion, a feeling emotion in our body. And so oftentimes when we have emotions and we push them down, or we don't haven't leaned into understanding our emotions and our feelings. We can often feel really unsafe when we have those emotions and we feel as though maybe we're unable to manage our emotions. Like we get really uncomfortable when kids are outwardly reactive of their emotions because we don't feel comfortable showing our own emotions. So having a kid be like completely losing their mind emotionally, we get really uncomfortable because we're just like, what? How, how do they how do they do that? Like, why is that okay? Um, so we worry a lot about being judged by showing our emotions. And we also tend to, and, and this is me maybe projecting a little bit, but I know I used to worry about, about not being able to get back from feeling my emotions. So not being able to feel as though I have a good way of recentering myself and regrounding myself and getting back to a place like I felt like I I often felt before that I was going to be succumbed to my emotions like I wasn't going to be able to get back and like I said we're often told that emotions are bad and so when we feel those things we're like no I'm gonna hide that I'm gonna put that under the rug and never look at that and think about that ever again because that's bad and that we're weak for having these emotions when the realities of having emotions is that that's part of being a human. It doesn't mean we're drama queen. It doesn't mean that we're emo, quote unquote. It just means that we're human and we have feelings around things. And I would love to destigmatize the fact that showing emotions, being emotional is bad because it's not. It truly is not. What is bad around emotions and what is quote unquote, not amazing (laughs) around our emotions is when we don't learn how to manage them and we don't learn how to lean into them to feel them because emotions are like water. They will always find a way to show outwardly because that is our body's reaction to what's happening in our mind. So if we are sad and we don't in the moment show within our bodies, whether or not crying or however you show your sadness, if you don't show that sadness outwardly, physically, it'll find another way of presenting itself. And that's when things come like 
crazy bodily ailments that are unexplained because oftentimes they stem from an, a feeling that we're having that we're not allowing ourselves to feel. I'll give you another example of this a story about me. Um, oh gosh, I think almost nine years ago, there was a lot of change and disruption going on in my work and there was a lot of uncertainty around my position. So I was a team leader of a team of people and I absolutely adored my job. It was one of those still to this day, the job that I was just like, it was my, it was my favorite. It was, I had a great team of people. I was having so much fun. I loved what I did. I was a manager and I felt like I was learning and growing as a manager. Um, and it was awesome. And I, have, I was having an impact on the business, which I really love to have. But the company started to have these murmurs of, of, okay, well, we might switch up the role. And they were talking about how potentially I was going to have to reapply for the manager role that I had already had. And I felt so much stress around it, but I didn't allow myself to feel it because I just felt like, oh my God, no, I can't because I, I won't be able to get come back from that. I'll just, I'll fall apart. And that, that's what I thought. I thought if I leaned into this, that I was just going to fall apart. I didn't trust in my own ability to be okay through emotions. And so I packed those feelings back and it turned into really severe stress, but it didn't outwardly look like stress. How the stress started presenting itself is I started being covered with hives constantly. My eyes would swell shut. My lips would go like huge, huge, huge. And I would end up with these big red welts all over my body. And I went to all the doctors and I went to naturopaths to try and figure it all out. And nobody had any clue. And what it ended up being was stress. My body had to find a way to present the stress in some way because I wasn't allowing myself to have the emotions. So it was like, oh my God, I need to put this stuff out. So it started like rejecting from my body. And it wasn't until I started actually allowing myself to feel the emotions and started thinking about it. I was like, okay, well, what's changed here? Oh, okay. I'm really stressed out about my job. <laughs> and that's how things can happen when it when you don't allow yourself to feel the emotions. You can have sleeping problems, stress. You can be super outwardly reactive towards things that actually don't, like outwardly reactive to everything else besides like what you should be really reactive to, which is the emotions. And constant feelings like this can really build up and have a hugely negative impact on our bodies. That's why they call them diseases. You're dis-ease. You're out of ease. There's no ease within your body because there's emotions that are fighting to come out. So the thing is, is again, I'm not suggesting that we are flippantly just reacting and, and showing all of our emotions all the time. But I, I encourage you to think about how do you present your emotions and how do you deal with them in order to be able to come from a place of health and wellness and balance and calm within yourself, but allow these naturally human things to happen, these feelings and emotions. Because again, this is what makes us human. So I'm going to give you some of the tools that I that I implemented to help me. And again, I'm not perfect at this. I'm not like I'm not the poster child for like emotions and feelings. I have 
like I said, the story with my mom, I, I freaked out at first. I absolutely freaked out. But what I'm proud of is that in the middle of the freak out, I was able to get out of my body, get out of myself, get out of my emotions and look and say, okay, yep, here it is. That's, that's, that's absolutely going on because I'm terrified and I'm really scared about my mom and I'm really worried about her. But then I was able to start implementing these things to help me get to a place of an equilibrium, get to that place of more balance and calm, but still feel the feelings and feel the emotions. So my tip number one is to do just that. Practice seeing and, and, and witnessing the feelings from an outsider's perspective. It's kind of like in your mind's eye, closing your eyes and picturing the emotions being outside of yourself and saying, yep, there it is. I see you. I see you emotions. I am not you. I am I am feeling and seeing you, but I am not you. So being able to disassociate from your feelings, being able to step outside of your feelings and emotions and understand that they're happening to you, but they are not you. And you can have control over how much you lean into and how much you do not lean into these feelings and emotions. The next things that I suggest and I did is I really started to work on my own beliefs around my abilities to be okay even through the emotions. I've mentioned this before but as a teenager I was very emotional and I it got so bad that I didn't know how to manage them so badly that I, I began being very depressed and had suicidal thoughts. So what I had to do as an adult and on my journey through to finding my bliss was really truly leaning into my own abilities to being okay no matter what. So if I have a panicked emotional state, I'm severely worried about my mom, I know that I'm still going to be okay because I know my abilities and my and my strategies that I have I have taken on through this journey to know that I can get myself to a place of being okay. So it's allowing myself to feel safe, feeling the emotions, because I'm going to be okay. The minute we feel unsafe, the minute we feel like we are in danger, that's what exacerbates things to a level that is beyond what we're able to function with. And that's when we end up being over-emotional all the time, is because not only are we feeling these emotions from the feelings that we're having, but now we feel unsafe, and now we feel in danger, and now we feel like, oh my God, what's going to happen to me? So we really have to start working on believing in our own abilities to being okay no matter what feeling or emotion we have. And this is when it's important to start learning the tools that help you to self-regulate your emotions. You can have emotions, you can have feelings and still use the tools to help yourself self-regulate. Things like meditation, things like going for a walk, things like asking for help, things like setting boundaries, things like saying no, things like doing artwork, things like um, going for a run or exercising or spending time with people you love or spending time with animals. So those are the things that will help you self-regulate your emotions to a point where, yes, you will still be sad. Or for my, my own example, I was still worried and I was still stressed. But you know what I did? I sat down with my daughter 
and I painted a picture with her. She did her picture and I did mine. And man, oh man, did it really truly allow me to start regulating my emotions. Sure, I was still worried about her. I was still like, whew, checking my phone every five seconds to see if the hospital, if they had any updates from the hospital. But I myself was being okay. And we had plans that day to go out for supper and I asked for the help that I needed and I said, I'm really not in a space of being able to go out for supper. And God bless like everyone around me, they understood and and that's what you wanna look for as well. But those are the things that really helped me in that moment. But yeah, it's learning the tools to help you self-regulate again. Setting boundaries, asking for what you need, um, allowing, and another big tip here is that if we want to get to a place where we can feel our own emotions and be okay with that, we have to allow others to do the same. We can't be overreactive when someone else is having their emotions. This is a big one for me because like, I have a daughter and she's still learning the tools to self-regulate. So if I'm allowing myself to have emotions, if I'm allowing myself to, to, to go through this journey and figure out what my tools are and all the things, I have to let her do the same thing. I have to let her go on this journey as well to figure out what her tools are and to know that she's safe when she has these emotions. Allowing others to have emotions is is such an incredible, powerful thing to, to give to them and be the person that you would want to have around you when other people are having emotions. Give them compassion, give them empathy, give them kindness, give them a hug. Ask them if they need anything. Do something for them even though they don't ask for it. But you can't expect yourself to be okay feeling emotions if you're not okay with other people having those same emotions. Next is to find someone to talk to. Make sure that you have that safe person that you can show your emotions and and feel your emotions and let them out because it's such an important thing to be able to outwardly talk about these things. And if you don't have that someone, I really truly believe that journaling is a really great tool as well. I remember when I was really struggling to, to, to manage my own emotions around my frustration about finding a house someone suggested to me to write a letter to the universe because the universe was the one blocking me from finding my house. So I said, write a letter to the universe. What would you say to the universe if it was, if it was like able to have an address and send the, send this letter to, or what words would I have with the universe? So I wrote a letter to the universe and that person suggested to me as well. A good friend of mine said, once you've written the letter, burn it because then it's gone. It's it's out there in the universe and you don't have to hold those emotions anymore. And the same function happens when you're able to honestly talk about your feelings and emotions. It's like you release them so they're not yours anymore. You can then move on from them. You're not holding on to them like a set of keys in your hand. You've you've given the key to someone else and it's 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 the universe now that has those. So that's what I wanted to say today about feelings and emotions. I I really feel it's truly so important for us all to learn that having these feelings and emotions are not bad. They're part of being human. And what's important for us to know is that we are safe when we have these feelings and emotions. And we know our tools to manage our own emotions and feelings. And we are allowing ourselves to lean into them when we need to lean into them, when something is truly giving us the feels and giving us those emotions that we can have those and still be okay.
So today's fun is going to be, oh, I know what it's going to be. I hadn't thought about this beforehand, but we have our little kitty back and, and my little daughter is so, she's trying so hard to <laughs> connect with our kitty and she's being, our kitty's being a bit of a brat about it. So I'm going to take um, my daughter to the pet store to get her a toy to hopefully play with um, our kitty. And so hopefully when we come back, um, I can watch my daughter have a little bit of fun with our cat. But thank you so much for joining me today on Let's Taco Bliss. Let's Taco About Bliss. I appreciate you for joining me. Please like and share. Like and share. Please share this podcast if you feel like um, it's it's something that someone else that you know could um, could benefit from or would like to listen to. I want to get to 500 listens, downloads this year, and um, I, I'd love to ask for your help uh, in, in getting to that number. I think I'm about 150 listens so far. So I would love for you to help spread the word about my podcast, and uh, may the bliss be with you. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here and listening to Let's Talk About Bliss. Be sure to follow me at, on Instagram at Heather the Coach or check out my website at www.connectingtoblisscoaching.com to find out how we could work together if you want to connect to your bliss.